This week we're talking about May 22nd through the 28th. We're going to be talking about the tension between your heart and your values. As Mars transits through Leo, it forms some stressful aspects to Jupiter and the North Node in Taurus, pushing you to reflect upon your values and whether or not they resonate with your heart. Several transits with Venus and Cancer this week are urging you to reflect upon the origins of your relationships and the roots of your insecurities. Be sure to nurture yourself and those you love with kindness and caring, especially as the Sun in Gemini squaring Saturn in Pisces can create some confusion between your unconscious mind and your conscious reality. The Weekly Transit Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Good morning, Scott. Hi, Ingrid. I was just... I was... I rushed home to record with you, uh-huh. and I was literally coming from Long Beach, dude. And I didn't what? even p- put two and two together until I was halfway home that I could have just went to your house, maybe, and we could have recorded together. Yeah, I'm so annoyed. And, uh, <laughs> were you coming from your mo- your parents or something, or no? You somebody were... somebody paid me to go on a, a morning date. Oh, in Long Beach. Yeah. Oh wow, where'd you go? Uh, literally nowhere because uh, they just ha- were having a panic about their car and we ended up just driving around and hanging out talking on the couch. So oh. we we're supposed to go to like breakfast, but that didn't happen. So, okay. Wow. Fascinating. <sighs> but I was super, anno- I was like halfway here and it took like an hour to drive both ways and I could have went and see- saw your new place and that would have been yeah, fun. I know. Maybe we'll have to like plan for that. I didn't even, I was in such a panic that I forgot what was happening. Well, yeah. I also... This retrograde, the car situation, I've taken my car to the dealer twice, so I have a Mm -hmm. rental car again. I had to get a new battery in between the two dealer trips. Uh And now after this, I actually have to go get my car from the dealer, which they're the ones that messed it up to begin with. Like I had just like a regular service and I got it back and my car didn't work. Mm -hmm. So I brought it back and they were like, oh, are you using the wrong gas? Like, are you putting 91 in it? And I was like, yeah. 92. Or whatever the highest one is. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, what gas stations are you getting from? I'm like, I don't know, what whatever I see. And they're like, oh, well, you have to buy name brand gas. Like, you're ruining your car. And I was like, well, nobody fucking told me that. Yeah. So, but then I took it back again. I'm like, it's still doing it. They put fuel cleaner in it. It was still not working. I brought it back. They're like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. it was the spark plugs that we just changed. We're not, like, in sync or some shit. I'm like, I... I told you that you guys messed it up to begin with. Why would all of a sudden I get my car back? And it was such a coincidence that that same day it stopped working. And then the battery died. I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The car stopped. So much travel stuff. (laughs) Just so much has happened since I saw you last. I know. You were in Pittsburgh. And I haven't talked to you since then. I talked to you after Texas, right? Texas, yes. Okay. We talked about yeah. Texas. We oh, and then the, we talked about my cousin coming. 
Yes, my we haven't came talked so- about you went to Pittsburgh. Yeah, right? that was a yes. I just I just got back from Pittsburgh a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't was heard that about one? that, and I. Ha- Sorry, go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. Oh, Pittsburgh was. I mean, it was a whirlwind. It was my best friend Erica's wedding, which the mm-hmm. wedding itself was so beautiful, but it was like a continuation of this whole last month of just like going super hard with work. I was like, it was basically like 12 hour days since I got there of prepping and driving to the venue and picking flowers and slicing cheese for 130 people. And it was, (laughs) and then we had to go back and take everything down. Like she only hired catering for the actual dinner Mm -hmm. and one person for like cleanup for a 135 person wedding. What? her friends are all like in the flower industry and they just had friends come in and help. And it was stunning. It was like the most expensive looking wedding that I've been to. It was gorgeous, but it was all just all okay. of our really hard work. So, wow. Um, but I was so just that like, was what like the, is that was like your wedding gift was working at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I didn't even get a card. I was like, I can't even like function. I'm so tired. Yeah. But it was really uh, you know, I love working. It was just like a big production, really. Like I got to work with some of her friends doing like design stuff for the tablecloths and the, organizing the tables in the room and mm-hmm. just it it was really a fun experience. But I, mm. I wish I would have stayed longer. So like the best part of the trip or like the most relaxing part where we got to connect was like the morning that we were leave that I was leaving and her other friend was leaving. We had a little picnic in the yard. And I mean, this is very fitting like when I see Erica, she reminds me to, cause it's, is it, it's Taurus season now, right? What's today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just every time I'm with her, I'm just reminded to enjoy all of the things, like to appreciate all the things I love and to do those things for myself. So just eating really good food, wearing beautiful clothes, taking time to get ready like we just eat so well together. She just reminds me to mm-hmm. slow down. We're picking flowers. We're making beautiful plates of food, having oysters. Like, mm-hmm. and every time I leave, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, she just, uh, the perfect inspiration for tourist season. And just even like she ordered these beautiful perfumes that we were putting on and she just loves to indulge in the material world. Like she's not frivolous with her money but she mm-hmm. does not, um, she doesn't want to just save her money for nothing. She wants to enjoy this moment to its fullest. Mm-hmm. And I, I always just leave feeling like inspired to do those things for myself on a regular basis, not just because it's a special occasion, like on her wedding day, like the morning of everything was just running around. And I was like, Oh my God, you know what I need to do for this moment? Mm-hmm. Instead of getting ready, like I need 15 minutes to get ready. My hair was already washed and dried. Like, I don't really wear a lot of makeup. Mm-hmm. So while she was getting ready, I went to Whole Foods and I bought oysters and I made a mignonette and I made oysters for all of us. And wow. it was just like a really special little moment that like I knew she would absolutely love. I was like, that was my little treat to remind us to, you know, do something special on these just the intimate moment of getting ready before the wedding and a little bit of quiet time to enjoy together. Yes. And her friend Bianca, like one of her friends from Vegas also was there and got to spend Mm -hmm. some time with her. And it just felt really, even though it was busy, there was still these nurturing moments where we had very good food. Like we were supposed to be like loading the van and Bianca made us food, Mm -hmm. like these burgers. 
and mm. her soon-to-be husband walks in and he's like erica just shove it in your mouth like we have so much to do and she was like i am not shoving this burger in my mouth she's like bianca made this food and i'm gonna enjoy it she's like leave me alone i'm enjoying this hamburger and you should do the same like she's always like we need to enjoy this is sacred like these mm -hmm. yeah this this world is just like to appreciate mm -hmm. the moment of yeah just yeah. enjoying shit exactly so exactly. i felt like it was a really nice like tourist season moment with her yes and she has a lot of planets in earth signs doesn't she she is capricorn capricorn libra yeah. libra moon aries moon libra rising i know she's capricorn libra and i think Air i feel she's got something spicy in there dude let me see she's a little firecracker i, I have her chart somewhere yeah yeah, Capricorn. Yeah, Libra Moon, Aries Rising. That's right. Yeah. Okay. She's spicy, <laughs> but she's but, but she's also very like balanced and a very good communicator. Uh huh. Like her and her partner make a really. I would love to see their chart actually. Like, they make a really good match. They're very good at communicating, or like, mm. or he's really good at communicating. And even if she gets spicy, he st still stays like very balanced. Mm -hmm. And then she needs a little time to recover and to come back to it. But I feel mm. like in those, like, Lucas is his name, kept saying, like, Ingrid's the perfect in-between because Erica can just be so extra. I, anyway, I feel like I'm just sometimes, like, the in-between in some sort of moment of, like, irritation of Erica being like, why are you doing that? And I'm like, Erica, he's just doing his thing. What are you yelling at him for? And, like, then we all start laughing, you know, like, a moment of levity to be like, yeah, couples don't always like to, like, no one likes to have that moment in front of somebody. But I feel like I know her i've known her forever so it doesn't matter mm -hmm. to me and i'm yeah. just laughing at her because she gets like she'll be like why are you guys ganging up on me i'm like we're not ganging up on you you're being mean to him like you're being insane <laughs> and she'll be like oh my god i am you're right so you're able to break the tension and give her some perspective yeah yeah so cool. i don't know it was just some fun really intimate moments oh my god and so there was the wedding and then i went to this podcast festival yes I haven't even yeah I just I literally just got back this moment I went yesterday morning all day I couldn't go to the one the day before there was like a couple things in the evening uh -huh. um but there was so much information the people that hosted it were amazing my our friend Meryl uh was speaking at it which I didn't even see her speak she's like don't come to mine because I'll just tell you all the stuff because there was like overlaps of different speakers yeah um one of the writers and illustrators from family guy was the main speaker at the end of the day oh cool all the the speakers were just really inspiring very personal it was kind of like a smaller more intimate event how many people were there hmm, i feel like each room probably had like 30 people so maybe like oh, wow. 60 to 100 maybe 100 people at the most oh wow okay so it felt really like and then afterwards like i felt like it was the for the price i would have paid or actually you bought me a ticket but i was like i would have paid twice as much money to have twice as long with each person like i feel like each little thing got cut short i was like oh i want like more information like and i wanted more time to talk to the people there and i was like next time you have this you should do like two full days mm. and i would have people would be happy to pay a lot more for this ticket because i feel like it was so valuable so you felt like you learned a lot oh my gosh yes and then i feel like i made a couple of friends i think which was cool. really fun like they all they were like oh do you want to go have a drink afterwards i was like 
yes <laughs> i'm so excited so i brought geo with me uh -huh. he got a ticket because we were supposed to do food stuff friday and i forgot that the podcast thing was happening and i was like well why don't you just come to the podcast event so he came with me and just met some really nice people very intelligent very hardworking. Um, just a really warm community. And I've been really looking for that. So there's another event in June or uh -huh. I mean, uh, September, I think there's some okay. sort of meetup that you should, if you want to come, you should come to it in okay. LA. Yeah. And then I think in September there's one in Salt Lake and I definitely want to go. Okay. Yeah. Like I was, I just, I, I don't know why I was just so shocked. I feel like I learned so much and I was just really excited to like make friends in that world. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm excited to hear about what you learned. What's that? Um, and it, it's a very Gemini energy. Yes. Like it was very curious. Like, so everyone just loved asking questions and learning about each other. And mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. That's right interesting. In line if, with the seasons. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know when the one in September is, if it's in like Virgo season where it's, you know, another Mercury sign. I so, think it is. I think yeah. it is. That would be great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm curious to hear about what you learned. And yeah, we'll have to. Yeah. Uh, there's not enough. I feel like this last month, there's not enough time in every day. It's been. It's the retrograde. Finish, I have to go get the car and then and then I have to edit today. Yeah. I'm just like, how? Just how? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's not enough hours. Everything um, is crunchy right now. It's, it's crunchy gonna, and it's like crunch. It feels like crunch time as well. Crunch time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like the clock is ticking. Mm -hmm. Like we're literally recording this today and you're editing it and we're going to release it tonight. That might be the first time that's happened in three years, possibly. I don't. Maybe it's happened before. Maybe once or twice. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It's been a lot of episodes. I know. So <laughs> We were supposed to write, I guess, the name of our podcast and put it on the wall. And then I guess you were supposed to put like an accomplishment along with that, but I didn't get the memo. So I just wrote the name and put it on the wall. And they're like, oh yeah, like you should go see what everyone's accomplishments are. And I was like, I didn't write anything. And I was, then I was starting to think like, you know, what are our like latest accomplishments? And uh -huh. um, I mean, for three, it's our three year, we just passed our three year mark. Uh -huh. So that was pretty exciting. Yep. And then also just, I mean, I still just starting this new, I guess, youtube and some social media graphics and some mm -hmm. new design stuff together and getting in the you know getting the book in some stores yep especially the uh spellbound sky that was kind of like a highlight for both of us mm -hmm. yes we've crossed over 150 episodes this is our 163rd episode where this episode should push us over 300,000 plays Yes. So yes, that's yes. another accomplishment. Thank you. To have thank crossed. you. <laughs> thank you everyone for listening and for watching if you watch us. And there was just all these moments in the pod in the in this conference where you were supposed to access like what you what like is fulfilling to you. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out what that is. Like this feels easy just talking to you, but then there's like the editing and all this uh, the uploading and the communication behind the scenes and the PDFs and the graphics. And I'm like, I'm, it was like, what are you good at? But what do you like to do? And then what just feels easy and fulfilling and like the best, the highlights are definitely 
messages like when we get a bunch of dms like they were talking about what is the metrics of a successful podcast like are you just scrolling and looking at the numbers like which is what i usually do but one of the biggest things that's a measure for if it went well or if we had a topic that people really resonated with is we get a lot of dms on instagram especially Mm -hmm. and those are always really exciting especially when they're in like the secret folder like you've never heard from that person before (laughs) and they're like hi there's like a a person that you're not connected to in any ways writing you a message about sitting with you for an hour and listening to what you you know you and scott have to say and i thought feels like really special to hear how people are using astrology and um that just that it's helping them and it's a part of their day feels really nice like that was those were one of the things i took away as like a highlight to remind myself of like the joy parts of it because there was a lot of work involved but uh the reward of connecting with people is really exciting mm-hmm. and then even one of the things is just being a guest on someone else's podcast like when we did that one with chelsea chelsea right yeah um, Chelsea. Yeah. Expanded. Like that was really fun. Just connecting with people. I mean, I like connecting with you, but I connect with you all the time. So when I, <laughs> you know, the new energy of uh, like other people being curious about the subject and about us is that makes it extra fun for me. Yes. I love that. Yeah. It fuels your Gemini rising. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I don't want to go newness. on too long. I feel like I have so much to share with you that we'll have to do off the podcast about okay. stuff I learned and all that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm um, looking forward to hearing all about it. Before we get into the week, would you like to thank our oh. sponsors? Yes, let's thank our sponsors. Indeed. We want to thank Jenny, Jessica, Kendra, Larry, Jasmine, Brenna, Barbara, Janelle, Vincent and Michelle, Clarissa, Nicole, Aline, Cassie, Merdinas, Brooke, Ricky, Amaranth, Annie, Amber, Deborah, Haley, Janine, Carrie, and Catherine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast and for supporting us. It allows us to spend more time doing what we love, sharing the planets and stars with you. And if you're new to the podcast or you want to get the most out of the podcast, uh, we're on all the platforms, but you can also now watch us on YouTube or you can watch us on Spotify. And the best way to learn is to get the basics of astrology, the book that we wrote, the link is in the show notes. It's all the visuals and translations of what we're looking at here on the screen. And if you're not following along on the video, if you go to the website, theweeklytransit.com, we cover each day of the week there. There's a little snippet of what we talk about and then the journal prompts as well as the visuals for learning the language of astrology. So that's all the signs and symbols of astrology. It's all color coded. The book is like a glossary and yeah, it's meant to do a little of each of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if you want to support the podcast, if you go to the show notes, there's a support link. You can donate $1, $5 or $10 a month. And if you don't have financial means and you still want to support, you can write us a review. You can rate us five stars. You can rate our book on Amazon. You can go to YouTube. Even if you don't watch us on YouTube, go subscribe because once we get to a thousand subscribers, they start to monetize our channel. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Anything else, Scott? Hmm. Um, what else? I just want, this is the last week of May. So if you haven't listened to my, my interview with Raya in the Raya Sun 
astrology podcast, we talked about the whole month of May. So that gives like a broader overview look at May. So if you haven't listened to that, Raya's an amazing astrologer. And it was a lot of fun for me to go on her show and talk about astrology. And the link is in the show notes. Our stuff kind of expires after the week in a way. Like sometimes I'll go listen to last week, but like I think that I still think that the whole month of May is still pretty relevant. Like it's nice to reflect on what has been happening and how we can learn from what we've been going through for through for the month. Um, so if you haven't listened to it, I would I would still go listen to the month even at the end of the month. I think it's a nice way to reflect. Well, even if like like on this podcast, like right now, this episode, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Jupiter and Taurus. We're going to talk about Mars in Leo. We're going to talk about the sun in Gemini, Venus in Cancer, Chiron in Aries, uh, the North Node in Taurus, Uranus in Taurus. We're going to talk about Saturn in Pisces. So, you know, you can go back to any of our previous episodes where we're talking about those planets and particularly when they're moving into Mm, a new sign and it still gives you information that is applicable to right now so i would encourage anyone that is listening for the first time let's say to go back to the older episodes when we're talking about planets that are in certain signs right now when they're transiting into the sign go back and listen to those episodes for even more insight into what it means i love that yeah um are you ready to move into the week yes let's do it so this week is the week of may 22nd to the 28th we begin with hold on one second here i think i need to don't have a shirt on you're wearing a shirt? Down here, I'm wearing a shirt. It looks like I'm wearing nothing. I'm like, do I chop my head off so I don't look No, naked? who cares? You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're so funny. Okay, so here we are, Monday, May 22nd. Uh, the sun in Gemini, sextile Mars in Leo. So the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality in the mutable air sign symbolized by the twins forming a sextile, a positive aspect to the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict in the fixed fire sign symbolized by the lion, (laughs) Mars, which is also forming a square, a stressful aspect to Jupiter, the god of thunder, lord of justice, the planet of luck and expansion in the fixed earth sign symbolized by the bull, Taurus. So thinking about these alignments today, I really like the alignment between the sun and Mars. That is, there's a lot of energy. There's a lot of power and passion. Uh, We are being encouraged with, with Mars in Leo to really act from our heart to, to, to have the heart of a lion. And when you think of the sun, the planetary ruler of Leo, aligning with Mars in Leo, but the sun is in Gemini, Gemini is a curious sign. 
So this is an opportunity to ask the questions that maybe you've been afraid to ask, to really put yourself out there in a in a heart-opened way uh, and express yourself creatively, perhaps in the way that you're asking the question. Uh, the challenge is the Taurus energy of, of Jupiter squaring off with Mars. So there is like some sort of tension between what's in your heart and what you value. Uh, maybe you actually desire more within your heart than you're giving yourself credit for in reality. So maybe this is a good day to ask questions of other people to see what they value, to see what's in their heart and see like, well, this person, I can tell what's in their heart is similar to what's in my heart. And they're elevating their values in a way that I'm not. So maybe I can learn something from them to elevate my own values so that I can get what I want and satisfy my heart. I'm wondering if another translation could be uh, that you're being more outspoken with your heart in your questions and people are just being a little more vulnerable and courageous. And then maybe whatever you hear whatever the feedback is from these questions you're asking maybe does not align with your values. So then there is some sort of maybe uh, like crack in your material security or financial stability based on whatever it is you learn. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or you're, maybe you're like, Oh, I'm going to have to change some. There's yeah, some sort of a crack in the values or financial. Totally. Security. It's like if somebody you're asking a question and then somebody is responding from their heart and you realize that you don't align. You don't align. Yeah, there's something off about your values in them. So yes. Yeah. It's it's kind of a I feel like it's a minor challenge, even though it's a square, just because it's Jupiter. And you know, Jupiter has its own sort of intensity, but it's more of a buoyant intensity. And so I feel like the tension that comes with Jupiter is indulgence and excessiveness so maybe uh you might find yourself if somebody is expressing their heart in a way and you're like well i want that too but maybe it's too extravagant for you so uh but you might not see that note and say like you know what i don't care like this person's spending a ton of money over here i'm gonna spend money there too even though i don't have the money i'm gonna just put it all on my credit card you know even though this person has oh. the money to spend so maybe that's like an internal conflict with yourself where you're like maybe your values aren't aligning but you're not listening to yourself could be could be something like that so there, there i mean leo's to... very showy it's very showy exactly it's dramatic and so it's like wow look at look at the dress overspending you know like jupiter aligning with mars and leo yeah there could be some serious extravagance extravagance that is is happening here uh indulgence like just feeling like i don't care i'll pay for it later uh i'm gonna it's make hard. the money <laughs> it's it's hard when you get into those moods because i feel like i can do that like i feel like i'm pretty frugal but then i'll just have like a moment where i'll just be like you know what I'm going to buy, like, I'm going to fucking buy this. I'm going to just eat this. Like I'm going to eat out and like, I'm not going to mm -hmm. worry about it because like, I need, I need to experience something nice. Like I've been, uh, constricted for too long and then it all kind mm -hmm. of like explodes and I'm like, fuck, I, whatever that money is that I spent all in one day or something could have been 
broken up over the last two weeks of being like, oh, you could have just been doing nice things for yourself every day instead of feeling restricted and then being like, I need to like do something exciting mm -hmm. and like liberating. Yes. Yes, exactly. So it's interesting when you have those impulses to look at your chart and see what's transiting where, you know, is, is something transiting through your second house? You know, sometimes I feel like when the moon is transiting through your second house, which is where the moon is in your chart, Ingrid, okay. but the, when, when the moon transits through there, that can create an emotional urge to spend in order to satisfy whatever it is you're feeling or your lack of feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I need something shiny. Yeah. So moving on to Tuesday, May 23rd, we're talking about the moon, the planet of emotions in the cardinal water sign symbolized by the crab, which is ruled by the moon. Conjunct with Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships. So the moon and Venus together at the same degree, 17 degrees in Cancer. So this is bringing some emotional sensitivity to your roots, your upbringing, your childhood, the ones who raised and nurtured you, your ancestors, uh, and how and the origins of your relationships. Like, where do what are the roots of my relationships? Where do they stem from? Why am I friends with the people that I'm friends with? Why is my lover, my business partner, why are the they the way that they are? You know, who do they remind me of from my past? And what is the emotional effect that I'm experiencing in these relationships? Uh, am I feeling sad or lonely or am i able to nurture those that i'm in relationship with uh, do i feel nurtured by those that i'm in relationship with mm -hmm. am i being kind and caring are my partners being kind and caring to me this is this is the vibe that we're going for today on tuesday so is this any discomfort or is just we're just taking we're just taking stock of the thing these relationships in our life and what they mean to us and where they're where they're coming from yeah i mean there so could be there could be some discomfort if is it in conjunction it's a conjunction. conjunction so which is a very powerful aspect so it's urging you to take a strong emotional look at your relationships at where they come from how how did i even end up how did i attract this person into my life you know, and it's so often when you're looking at the astrology of the people that you're in relationship with, that they reflect your parents. Oh my god! Or your gosh. siblings. I feel yes. like it's pretty. I feel like women. Are, it really depends. I feel like you know this girl I have befriended at work. Like she has some issues around intimate relationships and picking partners that aren't really aligned for her. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like this is me. This is also my sister. This is also my mom. I'm just like, damn, like these are such reflections of like, I'm choosing someone and, I, and now I'm seeing it in them. And I'm like, oh, that's a reflection of me. And that's a reflection of my childhood. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talking to someone else about their issues, it's so much easier to see it clearly when you're looking at someone else that you care about. 
mm-hmm. and you're able to kind of pick it apart and be like, oh, like, I'm not going to be mad at her for making these choices, but it's easier to give some clarity and be like, oh, this is why you're making these decisions. Like, maybe you didn't get this in your childhood, or maybe it reflects your parents' relationship. And mm-hmm. it's it can be sad, but you don't have to be mad at yourself or think you're stupid. It's just like, that's what we literally learned. Like, we're just copying what we learned, and it's comfortable to our nervous system to replicate this even though it might not be the yes. best for us. And so I think that's exactly at least in that particular friend, I, I really see that. And yes. then, I mean, in intimate relationships, obviously my fucking dad comes in there. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, they're nothing like him. And I'm like, Oh wait, they're all like a year later, two years later, five years later. I'm like, Oh yeah, they're so much like my dad. Mm-hmm. Like I love my dad, but also like all the things I don't like about my dad are in this person. Mm-hmm. Like, this is crazy. How did this, exactly. how did this happen? But it's yes. just like starting to have less anger about it and be more accepting mm-hmm. and just use the clarity to make better choices in the future. Yes. S- slow down when picking a partner, mm-hmm. communicate better. <laughs> yes. Being like the crab, you know, the crab is subtle. It's moving it's it's feeling it's it's sensing everything and this is where the the nurturing and kindness and caring comes in it's like how can i be nurturing to myself and to my partner how can i be kind and caring to myself and to my partner how can i i love that question just yes just, i feel like i'm just a nurturing person but yes, i never really sit and, but i never sit and think like how can i be like nurturing or am i even doing what is nurturing to that person i know what i need so i'm going to do what i need for someone else but that's not always what they need mm-hmm. so i'm like wait how do i be nurturing to like i feel like that's an important question that people should be asking each other that are in yes. any sort of intimate relationship like how can i be nurturing to you what do you, what is actually good for you yeah. like some what people need more space some people want someone to cook for them. Someone, somebody mm-hmm. wants somebody to leave them the fuck alone till they like <laughs> everybody. So or it could be all of the above, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it depends on what your mood is and that's what cancer is all about. It's all about your mood. Oh, and it's very moody. It's- yes, exactly. <laughs> so this could be a very moody day. Uh, and all the days where, where the moon is in cancer. So that's uh, a that Monday, Tuesday, little, yeah. little crab. Exactly. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday could be some cranky days. Uh, here we are Wednesday, May 24th. We got Venus again in Cancer forming a challenging square with Chiron, the wound and the ancient oh wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound in the cardinal fire sign symbolized by the ram, Aries. So this is really digging you into you know, facing your fears in your relationships, facing your insecurities in your relationships. What are you most afraid of as a partner? Like, like, is there something that you're afraid about or that you're insecure about within yourself as a partner? What insecurities do you have in your relationship? Is there something that your partner is doing that is making you feel insecure? How can you face these insecurities and fears courageously that is the energy that we're working with today i mean just in response to the question of what do you wait what was the question at the end how do you face your insecurity yes how can you face your insecurities in your close personal relationships and also 
Where do these insecurities stem from? Because the insecurities that you have in your relationship right now are probably insecurities that you had in your relationship with your parents. The best thing to do is to say all of those things, like say everything you just said. It's like, I'm feeling insecure about this, this and that, like calling it out out loud to your partner. Yeah. Like I feel insecure when this happened and then answering the question because of this in my childhood or this in my past relationship and mm-hmm. just getting it out in the clear. So the person knows you're feeling insecure. It's not like they need to do any, like sometimes we need someone to pacify our insecurities. We expect them to do something, but it's not really on them to do, to do something. There was like this example, I was out um, with the guy that I'm seeing and I just felt really like ugly and crummy and my hair was uh, like, I just didn't feel ready or cute. And I was just <laughs> feeling insecure. And he was like, why do you need to go home? Like why? And I was just like, Oh, I just feel like, I just feel ugly right now. And he was like, what? You always look like that. And it, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. Remember? <laughs> yes. He was just like, I'm so confused. Oh. This is what you look like. Like your hair is always in a ponytail and you're always wearing sweats. Like that was my oh, issue. God. I was like, oh, I, yeah. I just feel and I wanted someone to fix my issue, but yeah. like the issue was mine that I made up in my own head. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a funny moment. Cause you know, he, he was like, I was like, Oh my God, are you saying I like look like shit all the time? And he was like, yeah, no, exactly. that's not, <laughs> you know, like, that's not what I said at all. I'm just saying that this is what you look like. Why are you having a fit right now? Like, I don't, nothing has happened. This is what you look like every day. Like, yeah. And he could have worded like, it oh. in a different way that was maybe yes. more sensitive. Oh, for which sure. Is that cancer energy is like being sensitive to somebody's sensitivities if they're feeling insecure, you know, to oh, rather absolutely. than say. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, for some reason, it just made me start laughing because he's just kind of like that. Like he was just, he's very, just matter of fact, it wasn't supposed to hurt my feelings. And then he was confused about how it could have hurt my feelings. But I was like, <laughs> really i was feeling you know and then i just said it i was like michael like i was feeling insecure and then i was looking for someone to like fix it and then instead you just were like saying just the opposite of what i needed you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like sometimes we need someone to we want someone to fix it and maybe they do or don't have the capacity to fix it but really the issue is that we're having an insecurity and that's about our past it has nothing to do with Mm -hmm. anyone else they didn't do anything he didn't do anything Like I was the one who was having my own internal battle of stuff that he didn't know about. And then I'm like, Oh, this is what, this is what was happening. And yeah, just being able to call it out and be like, Oh, I was feeling insecure because of whatever. Yes. And I feel like that kind of just, it takes the power away when you start to talk about it. Cause I think that's, that's part of think I'm ugly. Like, (laughs) yeah, no, exactly. That's why. Yeah. He's happy. You're an ugly person. That's why he's with you. I mean, come on. But the, that's the Aries energy is the authenticity about just calling it out. I love how you bring that up. Call it out. Like this, I'm insecure about this to, to admit that you're insecure about something actually takes courage. It does. It totally does. Yeah. So this it's could be a, day like to... a vulnerable moment. Like mm-hmm. once you open up, it's like, Oh, well, I didn't know that's what you were feeling. I just, I thought you were having a fit. Mm-hmm. Like your hair's in a ponytail. I, why would that be? an issue in your hair like i didn't know you were just feeling insecure like that's that's the bigger issue that you weren't actually saying like i didn't know i was supposed to be like doing something to make you feel better when nothing was Mm. yeah but yeah once you call it out i feel like then whoever's around you can be like oh okay 
they're not going to take whatever is personal that's happening either. They're going to be like, oh, they were just not feeling good about themselves. So that's why. Well, it could also be adjust accordingly. Yes. It could also be you being direct with him. This is what I need from you right now. I'm feeling insecure. And this is what I need from you. Well, I mean, before this happened in the car, I basically was like, I should have went and got ready. And he was like, oh, I'll take you home to get ready if you want. And then I said, no. Right. So he was like, what? I already said I'd fix it, but you didn't want to fix it. And now you're Mm -hmm. panicking. I don't know what's even going on right now. Right. And that was me. That could have been me taking care of myself in the moment being like, oh, actually, like, yeah, I do want to go home and get ready. Mm hmm. I could just I could have just asked for what I needed. Yes. He, he even offered it. Yes. And I didn't take exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So having the courage to be direct about what you need. Okay. And what's happening on Thursday? Yeah. Thursday, May 25th. Mars in Leo again. Aligning now in a stressful square with the North Node, the soul's purpose, the karmic pathway of the soul in Taurus. So this is, you know, again, similar to that that alignment on Monday with Mars and Jupiter. Now Mars is aligning with another planet in Taurus, or not planet, but key astrological point. The North Node is in a planet, but it's this, this space, this place out in space, out in... Uh, in outer space that mm-hmm. signifies the karmic pathway of your soul. And so Mars is driving you there and it's driving you there maybe in an uncomfortable way where you have to look at the action that you're taking, the way that it stems from your heart. And is that action, uh, is it reflective of your true self-worth? And what you value, if not, and you see that it's off, like maybe I need to be asking for more. Maybe I need to expect more from myself. Maybe I need to, to push myself more, to ask for more, to say that I deserve this. I mean, and that can be uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like for sure the answer is likely to be, there's going to be something in there that's going to be a no, I'm not valuing myself in the way that I should be mm-hmm. and that that exactly. is uncomfortable to recognize like why am I not like you know seeing my friend Erica and being like oh my gosh like why didn't I why don't I use my nice perfume and use my like my fancy soap or my fancy whatever mm-hmm. I have at home that I'm like saving for like a special occasion she's like every day is a special occasion just use all of your beautiful things wear your expensive robe wear your fancy fucking heels like Whatever the thing is, just wear it at your house. Like use mm. it up, like enjoy mm. it. And, you know, this type of reflection, it doesn't feel so uncomfortable, but it's just kind of a shocker to be like, wait, why am I not doing that? I value that. Mm-hmm. What am I, what am I doing? It's like a reality check of being like, oh, I do need to value myself. I do need to spend money mm. on things that are, that I value and are important to me. Yes. Kind so, of a, a uh, wake up call that action, the the Mars energy of like doing something about it. Yes, exactly. So really recognizing that I do value this. So why don't I, why don't I enjoy this? Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah. That, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why am I not doing the things that I love? Mm-hmm. Yes. How are you holding yourself back? Yes. How are yes, you holding that's... yourself back? 
That's it. And this is an alignment that is going to uh, stick with us a little bit here because as as you see, as we move to Friday, May 26th, it's still there. But we are, we're joined by Venus in Cancer, forming a positive sextile to Uranus, the primordial sky god, the planet of revolution, rebellion, innovation, independence, and the unexpected, which is also in Taurus. So thinking about Uranus in Taurus aligning with Venus in Cancer, like what are the roots of my values that are unique to me. They don't necessarily come from my parents or my childhood or like, like kids on the playground when I was a kid. Like this is, this is something that is unique to me. This is what makes me an individual. And then you add that Leo piece, that's your heart and your heart is very unique to you. So, so how can I, how can I embrace or encourage my originality in my relationships? You know, how can you embrace or encourage your originality in your relationships, your independence? What makes you unique? What, what is it about what you value that you're bringing to your relationships? Maybe it's something that you've always brought to your relationships and thinking about cancer and our Venus and cancer, cancer being the past, Venus being relationships, and then Uranus is individuality. It's what makes you unique. Taurus is values. So what are the unique values that you bring to that you've always brought to your relationships? Like I'm the person that, you know, a relationship that does this or does that. I'm the funny one, or I'm the the really passionate one, or I'm the one that helps drive the partner, you know, to their success. Uh, what is it that you bring? to the table that is unique to you and valuable to others that you're in relationship with. Um, is Uranus also revolution? It is. And I think, you know, but just before to stop you, because I'm just thinking about Erica and like you were just saying that like Erica helps you ground in and really that's maybe something that she has always brought to not just her relationship with you, but all her relationships were like, that's why people are friends with her because she helps keep them grounded, helps them appreciate um, the material, uh, enjoy their food, enjoy the senses, all those sorts of things with her Capricorn earth energy. I love that. That's so true. Like all her community of friends is very art, very creative centered so like she got all these beautiful gifts that people handmade her like Mm. art like food somebody made home like handmade charcuterie for this wedding Mm. i'm just like these yeah the people she gravitates towards i think are also people that really appreciate that material thing and she definitely brings it everywhere she goes just the flowers the all of the all of the sensuality stuff like she inspired you to do the oysters hundred percent. Yeah. It wasn't like it was her idea, but because you were with her, you're like, oh, this would be a great thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. So maybe looking, yeah, being able to look at ourselves and reflect on how, what we bring to the table Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. different than everyone else that maybe like the idea of the revolution, like you said, like, how does it shift other people's energy when you are there? What do you bring to them that they don't have without you? I love that. How do you shift other people's energy? That's key right there. 
You know, when you think of shifting other people's energy, you want to shift it in a positive way. You want to elevate them. Like my friend Gio, I think he's just very passionate, very excited, very (laughs) like loves to just gas people up and get them excited about whatever it is that they're passionate about. He just loves to love on you Mm. and make you feel good. And like Mm -hmm. when I think of you, I think of like gathering my energy and like slowing down being like reflective Mm. and like you're very appreciative and it's a much more like soothing energy Mm. like especially when i'm having a panic like you're just like ingrid let's take some deep breaths why don't you just lay on the floor for a few minutes like gather (laughs) ourselves like you know that's just such a nice reminder like you're very that taurus energy Mm -hmm, that you mm -hmm, have it's just mm -hmm sinking down into like appreciating mm. just being on earth like a much more grounding presence so all of these three people have much different and that's inspiring that inspires mm-hmm. me to take care of myself when you're like ingrid no like we'll start 15 minutes late eat take care of yourself get some water you know i'm like okay scott's like okay it's everything's gonna be okay scott is here <laughs> <laughs> i love it well you stimulate me and you know, you spurn me on and, and encourage me to try new things. And, you know, of course, like just keeping me on point on the podcast. Otherwise I would ramble on for 45 minutes about one planet. And so (laughs) you're always so great at queuing up and keeping things moving. So yes, it's a good balance between us. So moving on to Saturday, May 27th, the sun in Gemini is aligning in a stressful square with Saturn, the god of wealth and time, and the planet of restriction, responsibility, hard work, achievement, and authority in the mutable water sign symbolized by the fish, Pisces. So this is mutable air, Gemini, sun squaring off with Saturn, mutable water, Yes, Saturn, mutable water, Pisces. So this is this is a this is this is really you know this is one of these challenging alignments where it's like the there's the fantasy and there's the facts, and how can we bring those two together? Like, what is the fantasy and what is the facts? It's like I feel like you've always brought this up in the past, where it's like if you're thinking about. Like, well, I I know this person feels this way about me because they've shown me this and they've shown me that and all these different things. But then if you actually ask them, you actually realize that, no, there is a different, uh, it's not exactly the way that you think. Like, for instance, like we were talking about you and your man where you're like, what'd you say? He said, he's like, I don't feel good. I don't look good. And he's like, you look the way that you always do. And so the fantasy is that he doesn't, he thinks I'm unattractive, Mm -hmm. you know, like, why would he say that? But it's like, when you ask him and you get clarity, which is the Gemini, then you realize that, no, that's not where he's coming from. He's thinking that you look great because you you always all the time. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) So this can be a very, you know, confusing time with, with the sun in Gemini squaring Saturn in Pisces. So you really want to commit to doing the work to asking the questions in order to gain clarity and ultimately end up it 
compassion for yourself, empathy for the one that you're communicating with. Uh, these are these could be some challenging com- challenging days with communication. Friday, Saturday, Sunday when the sun is squaring Saturn. So slow down, take your time, make sure that you're connecting the fantasy with facts. I'm also thinking um, the Pisces energy is your subconscious where all your psychological baggage lives. So it's Mm -hmm. like some shit might get stirred up in there where it's like you're reacting or answering like whatever your answers to these questions and curiosity. It's like, it's coming from your psychological baggage. So just being mindful that like, whatever is coming up is probably or almost always like based on our past. So maybe we're reacting to not whatever is happening now, but something from that's hiding in those 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years ago, this happened to me. And ever since then, you know, this is how things always happen. And everyone's always trying to gang up on me or whatever. I like, I don't know if it's like society or just moving too fast or just being insane but like I, I remember somebody telling me that they thought I was a know-it-all and for some reason that like really hurt my feelings and so I don't know if this is is related but the I was trying to think of I have a lot of filler words sometimes I will say instead of instead of saying on Sunday you should pick you should pick up your journal and you know reflect I'll say I think I think mm-hmm. you should I think mm-hmm. maybe and mm-hmm. I think it, I, I think that this issue might have stemmed from being like, oh, I don't want to feel like I'm telling somebody what to do. Like I know everything. So mm-hmm. I'll like diminish mm-hmm. myself in my words by being like, oh, I think it could be something like this and make it a little softer and a little more like, oh, I don't know, a suggestion, mm-hmm. which is annoying. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't notice it so much until I listen to myself back on the podcast. I'm like, why do they say I think? Just say what you want to say. No one, I'm not demanding anyone do anything. But the mm-hmm. just being a little less soft with how I present myself, um, because I think it's annoying. I'm like, just say the thing already. Why are you going to say that you're about to say something? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's always very yeah. interesting to hear how these things come out in my language. And I'm like, maybe it came from when I had like that weird argument with my friend who thought I was a know-it-all. Like, mm-hmm. or I you know, or it could have come from a million other things, but. Well, that's, that's one. And there was probably some times before that, that led to that point. And there's probably been times after that, that have solidified that interaction and that yeah. feeling that you have about yourself that you just have from that one memory. But it's like, you've been conditioned and reconditioned through experiences after that, that are similar to the one that you had that you can really remember. And so when you look at Sunday, May 28th, we're still looking here at the sun squaring Saturn. This is also, yeah, it's, it's about being curious with yourself. You know, why am I this way? Why do I have these insecurities? Why am I feeling guilt, shame, regret, blame? What, what is the root of my psychological baggage? And when you add in Venus in Cancer, aligning with the moon in Virgo, the mutable earth sign symbolized by the Virgin, we're taking a very critical analytical look at our relationships. Then you add Saturn in Pisces squaring the sun in Gemini. It's 
you have the relationships, the critical analytical look at our relationships and, and how our partners make us feel or how we uh, make them feel. And, and then you, you think about anything that you might be feeling guilty about, like, well, they said I made them feel bad. I said these things that hurt their feelings. Now I'm a bad person. I hate myself. Um, I always do this, you know. I just mm. run my mouth and and I say things that hurt people's feelings, and I just need to shut up and not say anything and never talk again. And so, rather than doing that, oh. <laughs> you know, just just having some compassion for yourself. That you know, where does that come from? Mm-hmm. That one time that person said that one thing to me and it stuck. And now I just always think of it. I remember it. How come I rem- how come we remember some things from our childhood oh. but forget other things? I know. I'm sure it's mostly just the bad the 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 highlights or like the negative things. And they say negative emotions stick like ten t- or like a negative review or a negative moment sticks with you like 10 times more than a positive one. So it's just Mm -hmm. like, we're cherry picking the worst parts to obsess on. That's just like our nature. And then, well, I mean, we see we're on Sunday, right? Yeah. So there's a Virgo in moon, the moon, the moon in Virgo energy is being critical of our emotions. So maybe we're Mm -hmm. taking a look at it and we're really analyzing like, why are we the way that we are? Mm-hmm. What is, what are these things from our past that are now affecting our current relationships and our emotions? Yes. The- analyzing it, analyzing it and asking yourself the question, why am I this way? Where does this stem from? And it's not like a magic ticket. Like once you have the answer to the question, once you answer the question, it's not like it just immediately goes away, mm-hmm. but the awareness of it can linger and i think just that slight shift in awareness to be like oh it's not this moment that's bothering me it's not this somebody left the shoes by the front door and they didn't put them away and now i fucking want to rip their head off because they they don't care about me just something ridiculous that we make up and we're like oh that's based on my whole childhood that's why i reacted like a Mm. lunatic over nothing (laughs) because it was a buildup of you know the last 20 or 30 years of our life like Mm -hmm. oh okay that makes sense. Maybe I can. And then communicating that being like, Hey, just so you know, I know I freaked out about the shoes really wasn't about the shoes. I was having an episode based on my past. And they're like, Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Next time. Like, how do we do it differently? Just know that like, I just put my shoes there because I'm fucking tired. And I not one thought in my head is like, I don't care what they think. I'm going to irritate them. Like mm-hmm. I swear to God, one time my dad was like, yeah, your mom, puts your shoes there unconsciously on purpose to piss me off. And I was like, dad, that's literally insane. Like <laughs> you're having your own fucking episode. Cause I promise you that's not what's going on. She's mm-hmm. secretly sabotaging you. That yeah. sounds crazy. Yeah. You're having a, <laughs> it's based on your past. Yes. But when you have that awareness of why you're getting so irritated about something so small, then you can go back into the past and be there for your younger self, treat your younger self like you would treat somebody else that is not you, that's younger, and be kind to yourself. Be caring, be nurturing, be compassionate. Yes. It goes yes. a long way. It goes a it long does. way when we're compassionate to ourselves for 
existing and having emotions that are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's, it's much easier to do. Well, not always, but sometimes it's easier to do for someone else than to do for ourselves, but to remind it, a, a reminder to ourselves to mm -hmm. be compassionate and be gentle. Yes. Life is uncomfortable and it fucking sucks and it's annoying and you're going to yeah. like get pissed off. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, you know what we forgot, Ingrid? But you're going to be excited about it. The time markers? But oh, no, the questions. Oh, the questions. Yeah. You can always say the time markers at the beginning when we when we do the intro. So, do we want to yeah, do a, the questions. a question? Yeah, question? do, do okay. some questions. Yeah, there's a, I sent you some. So we have R.A. Wilson, 7-Eleven. They said they love our the eclipse views. It helps and makes others feel normal. Everyone has a different view and it's really for our own. It's really our own view and decision. Just like our charts, it's there, but it's just in how we use it. I love I love that. It's a great awesome. Thank I guess you. It wasn't a question, but I love hearing that. Yes, we appreciate the positive feedback. Thank you, Rob Wilson, 7-Eleven. Um, okay, somebody wants us to release, uh, Shauna Mo wants us to release the theme song on Spotify. They love it. It's in the works. When Chris has some time, we'll, we'll put it out there in the world. Awesome. That's so cool. Um, I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Shauna Mo. Uh, we have Shalia Andres. Hello. I have my Saturn in Aries in the 11th house, but in Sidereal, I have it in Pisces. Sidereal. Oh, I was like, what the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> but in, and I still don't know what that is. In yeah. Sidereal, I have it in Pisces. Does it mean I'm also having my Saturn return now and will continue when it changes to Aries? Thank you. So what is Sidereal? So Sidereal is like uh, that is the calculation of the planets and stars as they use it in like Vedic astrology. And so, so in sidereal, it's in Pisces, but in the way that we use it, it's in Aries, which means you're going to have your Saturn return when it's in Aries. And when it's in Aries, in the sidereal, it will be in Pisces. Does that make sense? So it's it's you're not having your Saturn return right now, Shalia. You're gonna have it when it's in Aries, because when it's in Aries in the sidereal, it will be in Pisces. So it's not now; it's later. Okay. I'm I hope that's it. helpful. <laughs> um, I have Lady Beta. She wants to know when you say key astrological points, mm -hmm. what are you specifically looking for? That is key astrological points are key points that aren't planets like the North Node, the Midheaven, the Ascendant. Those are key astrological points. They're not planets, so I'm not calling them planets. They're just key points. So That's if you have question. something aligning with your Midheaven, with your Ascendant, with your north node that is powerful chiron is that one chiron yeah sure uh though it's not like recognized as a planet it's it's also just not a, a like a, a, a space in the sky it's it's actually it is a mass it's an asteroid that is oh. orbiting around the sun okay so, so whereas like the north planet. node 
like the midheaven is just a point in the sky and the ascendant is a point uh and the the north and south node are points in the sky they're not any sort of physical body where chiron is different yeah, but I mean, I guess you could call it that because it's not officially a planet, but I still refer to it as a planet. Yeah, it's, it's more like it's, a planet. Yeah, because it's there. It's a mass. It's, yeah. Um, shall we do one more? Sure. Uh, is there any way, this is from Wes Meeker, who I think they've sent us another good question. I think we answered yeah. other questions before. Yeah. Um, is, there, is there any way to see when a person will pass away in their chart or are there any transits to look for that would predict major illnesses or death? Well, I don't like to predict when people are going to die. I mean, who knows? Uh, though, of course, if, if you listen to the uncharted territories with Shara Prophet, you know, that's what we're doing is we're looking at, uh, public figures who have passed over and we're looking at where the planets were when they were born and where the planets were transiting when they died. And so, uh, there are certain indications. It doesn't mean that if you're having this transit, you're going to die, but, like, for instance, if Pluto is squaring Pluto, you might feel like you're going to die. And you are meant to, there's part of you that's meant to die, that's meant to to no longer be carried forward into your physical reality. So if you are fighting that transformation, it might lead to a literal death. Uh, I also always find it interesting like for instance, this last week, Jim Brown, the the famous football player and and activist, passed away. Uh, he is a Aquarius sun, and he died when the sun was in Taurus. And so, Aquarius is fixed air. Taurus is fixed earth. I often see that when when people are dying, it happens when the sun is squaring the sun. It doesn't, I mean, obviously that happens to each person twice a year. Uh, and, but uh, it's, it's challenging. So I think anytime there's some sort of challenging aspect, a square, that hard 90 degree angle, it is difficult to move past that. Now, of course we do, but as you get older and older and older, it gets harder and harder and harder. So, Yeah. It's a tough question to answer because there is no like, well, when this transit happens, you're going to die. And it's so complex too, because I mean, where are your planets and there's multiple planets that are transiting and squaring and yeah, I mean, it's so I complex. Do, I do think that if you want like a deeper answer to that question, like Scott's other podcast, the uncharted territories, they really go deep into someone, someone's whole life history, but specifically the, the alignments around their death and even though it's not like they're all the same it really just goes through like the uncomfortable times in their life and how it led them to a premature death because they a lot of the thing is like not following your north node and that may lead to addiction or bad choices um, Mm -hmm. that just lead to extreme stress or putting yourself in poor situations that are not uh, best for your well-being so Mm -hmm. I think that I I didn't really realize how much you could learn from listening to that about astrology and these public figures. Like I'm not really a big history buff and, or like Mm -hmm. pop culture buff or anything like that. 
And just from editing the podcast, I just got actually really excited about all these public figures. And I learned a lot more about astrology. And even though it's not, it is surrounding their death. I feel like I've learned a lot about following your North Node from that podcast. So if you want to kind of bring yourself to life, like the opposite of death, uh, I think looking about looking at other people's lives and how they weren't taking care of themselves is a beautiful lesson. And there's a lot of good information in there into kind of diving a little deeper into those topics. For sure. Okay. All right. That's it for today. And cool. Awesome. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Scott. Thank you, everyone. You're welcome. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.